Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies, a weekly podcast following four friends as they battle across a homebrewed world called Interiath in Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Step into our mystical world called Antiriath and follow our party of three dummies as they adventure across the lands. Talit Grug, half-orc, half-mystery, the fighter, played by Taylor. Body Knot Greenleaf, the halfling rogue with a penchant for taking things that don't belong to him, played by Josh, and the ever-mysterious Eclarian Shadow, half-elf ranger from the Eclarian Mountains, played by Seth. And last but not least, the creator of our beautiful world, the man of many voices, and our dungeon master, Sam. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is episode 26 you are about to listen to. Before we get started and before I give you a quick little recap, I wanted to give a couple of shout outs. You have obviously noticed our brand new cover art. It was done by Dalim.ink. That's on Instagram at D-A-L-I-M dot I-N-K. Absolutely incredible art that we had commissioned. Um, Take a look at the Instagram at D-N-D-N Dummies to see it closer up, to see each character individual. Absolutely phenomenal job by Dolly. So we could not be happier with it. We hope you like the way it looks, but we are thrilled. Also wanted to announce a very special giveaway that we will be doing. All you have to do to enter the giveaway is follow us on Instagram. Again, that's at DNDN Dummies. And give the show a rating and a review and send it to me on Instagram. Um, We are putting together the prizes. We're going to have custom 3D printed miniatures of our characters. We are going to be giving a signed print of that art um, by Mr. Dalim.ink that you can see on our cover and also on Instagram. And yeah, check it out and enter to win. There will be plenty of time to win. Um, Probably go for at least a few more weeks, maybe over a month. So check it out. Let's catch up with our dummies who are in hunt of the druid who could be found at the old moon tower in the southwest corner of the continent. The dummies decided to take the straightest possible route to the old moon tower through the mountains. They're seeking safe passage from the friendly mole people called the Cretoks. When they arrive to the Cretoc village, the leader, Gold, tells them about a dire and strange situation with the Kobolds, who they normally live in relative peace with. The Kobolds have begun attacking the Cretoks, and seemingly for unknown reasons, and they would like some help before they offer us passage, which, by the way, the Kobolds are blocking the way that we need to go through the west. So we take Fenton, the son of the leader, Gold, and we venture through the trap-filled catacombs of the old dwarven mines in search of the Cobalt Village. And that is where you find our party here. I 
as you kind of round the corner, you do see a glow that's a little bit different from the crystals that you've been seeing in the rest of this cavern. Uh, there's a, a warm glow, and you walk into the room, and there's all of these giant beetles. They're like maybe a foot, foot and a half long, and they've got this rich orange glow emanating from the inside of them like a giant firefly and some of them are kind of buzzing around the room and you take a stock of the room and you hear a trickle of water coming over from the kind of northwest corner and you're coming in on the east side there's water a spring's coming in and kind of filling a small pond on that side of the room and the whole room is very damp has a uh calmness to it as there's lichen growing all over the the room and dampening some of the sound of these beetles fuzzing around but still when one kind of flies across they have very loud wings that are, flies across all right what'd you want you, you said fenton he's like yeah yeah shut up what's up what the fuck is this shit he he steps forward and kind of like peers around you he says oh fire beetles Oh, that's all. <laughs> no, there's there's nothing to worry about. They're mostly friendly as long as we don't do anything to provoke them. They're not like dangerous. what? Oh, I don't know. Swat at them. They're they're like bees. If you stay out of their way, they'll stay out of your way. And they're just kind of flitzing around the room a little bit. They they kind of crawl on the wall and nibble at the lichen, and then one will. The okay. room. Are you gonna move these motherfuckers while we're moving? <laughs> while I'm still back here, I'm gonna go. How long does my cocaine of invisibility last? Your cocaine of invisibility? Yeah, whatever we picked up that last time. Oh, um, I oh, I am carrying that, and it's oh, the dust shit. disappearance. And what it does is, I toss it in the air. Each creature within 10 feet of me becomes invisible for 2d4 minutes, so I have to roll for it. Um, if a creature affected by the dust it attacks or casts a spell, it goes away. But it does everybody within a 10-foot radius. Alec, you better move. Shadow made it through. I'm just going to inch my way through here, trying to avoid these fuckers. So everybody make me a uh, perception check. Okay. 20. So, Shadow, as you're walking through and being careful and watching these guys flit about, do their thing. Body knock and Shadow, y'all both notice some of them aren't flitting about. They're actually incredibly still. They're not even eating lichen or anything. Yeah, I used to have a fish tank. I know what's up here. They did. (laughs) Interesting. Indeed. I think we keep it moving, guys. I don't want to fuck with these. There's a lot. I can the ones I can see are more than I want to deal with. Yeah, this but, is one of those rooms you just gotta bypass for now. <laughs> it's like the back. It's like the bat room in the in the red in, cave. Yeah, in the red castle. Castle, <laughs> castle, red fort. Yeah. Okay, Talak, shield up. Yep, I'm back in front, just kind of slowly inching our way forward. Alright, uh, let me see here. So you guys move forward into the next room. Hey, is this a bad time to tell you guys that I'm claustrophobic? 
Alec, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about this great mole rat either. Look, if the great mole rat comes, don't worry. You'll only be afraid for, from the legends I've heard, maybe three to five seconds. Oh, well, that's reassuring. (laughs) So you guys pass into a hallway, and you go down the hallway. I actually got mixed up. My apologies. No worries. You guys are the wrong spot. It's just my downstairs mixed up. It's just went down. St- what? Oh, Greg! Something <laughs> to show, yeah. It's my mangina. I'm so glad that I have never seen old Greg. Oh Dude. my god, that's a shame. Sam's like a boomer man. I, he is I'm a man like a for sure. My down. <laughs> yeah. I, I like you. What do you think of me? Hmm. Closest you can get to babies without getting your eyeballs. Do you love me? Are you playing games? Do you love me? That that one's Bailey's a bit bigger, and that one's as close as you can get to Bailey's without your eyes getting wet. (laughs) This is Bailey's in blue and Bailey's in watercolor. (laughs) It's a touch it's to touch (laughs) your rod, mother liquor. (laughs) Could you learn to love me? Could you learn to love me? You, you like Bailey's? Mmm, creamy, soft, creamy Okay, beige. y'all are making it sound funny. Everybody else has ever quoted it. Is it funny. made oh, it sound hilarious. super creepy. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> He's it's so funny. He's had all these different paintings of different styles of Bailey's bottles. I want to come to a club where people heard, meet on each other. I've heard <laughs> Bailey's creamy. <laughs> But that's like all I've ever heard about Bailey's. All the other ones are like, Greg's got a mangina and weird quotes like that. <laughs> no, what you thinking? Here comes old Greg. He's a scaly man fish. <laughs> What's doing in my water supply? <laughs> Not fishing. What's this hook doing in my head? <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch it again. Oh, oh, Alright, so you guys uh, walk into another narrow passageway. It's about 10 feet wide. It actually winds out to about 15 feet in some places. This one's a little bit wider. And you're walking down it for a while, headed west. Probably about 20 minutes or so. And um, you guys hear up ahead a mumbling of, of voices, it sounds like. And uh, from this distance, you can't really make out anything they're saying. They're, they're way off in the distance, but they're just like... Uh, can we... Could I roll some kind of perception check and see how far away we think they are? Um, yeah, so you're looking down this hallway, and uh, the next opening looks like it's 100 feet. And so they're with the 
What, did you just roll a one on your perception check? No, you rolled a seven. <laughs> um, yeah, you can't tell. It, it sounds like it's probably coming from that opening about 100 feet down the ways. All right, guys. I got an oh. idea. I got an idea. Everybody okay. huddle up close. I'm going to toss this disappearing cocaine into the air, and we're going to all disappear. Ninja. What are y'all doing? You ever done disappearing cocaine, Fenton? He's like, what? What the fuck? Oh man, I I guess this is the first time for everything. You just let's, stand here. Let's you go. Just, and he kind of pops up his chest, breath, buddy. He he takes a deep breath and starts holding it before you even throw the cocaine. All right, Finn, get ready for the ride of your life, boy. All right, it's two d four, so I'm gonna go ahead and roll it. Y'all ready? What are the two d fours? How long it lasts? How many minutes it lasts? Mm. Inspiration, that shit. Oh, could I do that? Yeah. I'm roll it and roll, roll it twice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Roll the first one. Ooh, I'm glad I did. That was thir- three minutes. Okay. Try it again. Eight minutes. Matt. Eight, eight minutes. minutes. Nice. Okay. So let's uh. Ninja vanish. Let's let let's go ahead and go into like initiative order so we can track our our minutes here. But I mean, ah, we don't even need to track minutes. Cause it's, it's minutes, right? All right, all right. We're eight minutes. I getting, yep. Yeah, I was getting, I was thinking like eight turns, but we'll we'll keep track of it. Okay. You know, it'll take y'all nope. if you're nope. moving stealthily down this hallway at half speed. It'll take. Um, Not going half cock like a ghost. So, do we make noise? Um. Yeah. Yeah. You'll still make noise. So you'll still need to make stealth checks. But I believe you do stealth checks with advantage. Even if you're invisible, like just period. Can we hear each other? Yeah, yeah, you can totally oh, yeah. talk while you're invisible. Talk. We can attack, we can cast spells. Well, invisible. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I know. If we do, we become visible, but we can do it. Right. You can talk and you won't become visible. Correct. Yeah, but if you if you do anything aggressive, you will become visible. I'm just saying, we, we are ourselves. We're just invisible. Visual. I gotcha. Harry Potter. But we can't see each other? No, y'all nope. can't see each other. Okay, so we're all huddled up here close. Talek's way over there. We're all huddled yeah, up here close. Up. Basically, is what I'm thinking, while we've got this long visibility, I'm going to do a... Me and Body Knock are going to do a stealth check. I'll take the left. He can take the right. We're going to sprint down the end of this hallway and sprint back and yep. see what we see. You're going to sprint or move stealthily? Move stealthily. We're just going to okay, quickly yeah. You're just going to go. Yeah, oh, you're yeah, just going to go only. take a check. Okay, yep. Y'all each roll me a stealth. Uh, 15. 15. All right. Yeah, so y'all, y'all stealth down. I'm on the left. Body Knock's on the right, so we don't bump into each other. That's why I specified sides. <laughs> nice. I love it. Um, so you all get down close, and when you get to the opening, you can kind of hear the sound echoing around the opening a little bit, and it sounds like it's coming from just over this uh, this ridge up in front of you. So you kind of make it up the ridge, and you see peering over and oh, looking down that hallway you see several kobolds uh looks to be about five kobolds down the way how how far is y'all's dark vision 60 60 yeah so you can see those guys so you see several kobolds and they seem to be having a conversation and they're and um i was checking y'all's 
languages earlier. Neither yeah, what languages do kobold speak? Have their own? Um, y'all make me a nature check. Ooh. 13. 15. Um, so, yeah, you, you guys would both know that they can speak common, and uh, some of them, several of them actually, will speak draconic, and it actually sounds like that's what these guys are not speaking common, so that's actually your guess of what they're speaking. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna work my way towards them, even though I'm not supposed to. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm walking that way too. Fenton kind of hears you clinking off, and he's like, Dalek, I'm, like Fenton, I'm like I'm like I'm like come on, come on. Like, oh, okay, all right, all right. I can speak draconic, so I'm up on the ridge now. So you get up on the ridge. Go ahead and make me a stealth check. Okay. Like well, I'm, I'm thinking I'm like kind of like, like just, just we'll just have it. Just go ahead okay. and make it. And we'll okay. just have it. Well, it's horrible. It's six because I have to make it with disadvantage. Okay, let me see here. Wait, I thought you made it with advantage since you're already invisible. Oh, so it's a regular one, but it was yeah, still, it be a straight roll. still was the first one I rolled was a six. Okay, let me see here. Okay, well, these guys are actually kind of oblivious. So, um, they, they still don't notice you. Um, you you get up here, and so, Taylor, you walk up, and you hear, at first, kind of this just uh, deep, hissy, guttural noise. And you're like, man, what a weird-ass sound those freaks are making. And then you're like, wait a second. Why do I understand what those guys are saying? As you suddenly realize that you can speak what language they're speaking and what? you hear a, a little argument between like now we can't go down there and be a freaking no no i think it is no no it's definitely not one you have no idea what you're talking about no i saw one last week it ate up old snutty nah snutty was an idiot he got eaten by a umber hulk you guys don't know a damn thing and uh all you'll make me a perception check i am concerned nine same. The Balrog of Moria. 19. So, you, uh, Body Knock and, uh, Talik are focused on these kobolds, and Shadow with his more, uh, studying sort of practices, looks around and he's studying up and down, and he looks up and he sees this blob of blackness that looks like tar leaking down from the ceiling and the next thing he knows it drops down on top of all the kobolds oh shit and they all start screaming and freaking out (laughs) three of them are completely covered in this stuff as they start wailing and uh i need you guys to go ahead and make me some initiative rolls out of character real quick is there a fucking black pudding in this cave? Mm. Why don't we make some initiative rolls and you can go ahead and make me a nature check on your turn. I'm or, leaving. Or I'm leaving. Arcana check. I'm leaving. <laughs> Roll away. I got a 16. <laughs> no, I got a 10. Oh Holy. my goodness. Well, we're still invisible, so keep that in mind. Give a fuck. Okay. So, 
body is first, and you see this slop as your night vision goggles pick up a just a black darkness envelop three of these kobolds. Uh, do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Cowards. Dalek, what what are you doing? Yep, I'm gonna also just, um, I'm gonna ready an attack with the sword, just in case someone were to take off running down here, but then I'm just gonna watch and see what's going on. Okay. So the, uh, the one closest to you guys is just like, ah, 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 and he takes off running this way full speed. Uh, he's going to run 30 feet, and then he's going to run another 20 feet and run into fitting around this corner and just like stop dead in his tracks and be like, ah, ah. Well, Fenton's invisible. Oh, you're right. Oh, so he's going to, let me see. If he runs past Wouldn't him, Wouldn't Fenton be him. smart enough to just, like, sidestep and get the fuck out of the way? Yeah, yeah, So, So I rolled for it, and, yeah, so he runs right past him, and he gets to about right here. <gasps> I forgot you guys were all invisible. So, the three that he landed on are just completely enveloped. You can't see whatever's happening with them. Uh, Shadow, it is your turn. Mm. Uh... Is the Enterprise orbiting? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty! Oh. <laughs> Get me out of here! Uh, guys, um, I think we need to uh, dip, dip, potato chip. Let's take this what? other passage that's open up down here. Why don't you make me a uh, a nature check to see what you know about this thing? Eight. Um, yeah, you know it's a scary ooze that's dissolving the flesh off of some kobolds. Their screams ending pretty quick. Yep. That's all Shadow needs to know. Shadow's been around the block. Yeah, I'm just following him. Are you trying to make me fight this thing? No, no. So I'm uh, running. Okay, which, which way are you running? This way. To the right. This way. Uh, All right. Yeah. What's your move speed? I don't know. I was trying to move my character and he wouldn't move. Oh, okay. Um, We're still invisible. I'm taking advantage of that. All right. So the other one that didn't get captured, you hear it start running off down the hallway. And then it just lets out a blood curdling scream. (laughs) Poor cobalt. My God. Yeah, the, the black pudding will just start dissolving the things that it's on. So oh y'all God. are going to try to sneak off to the south. So this other one keeps running right past back where you guys came from. Uh, yeah, let that are, motherfucker go. Are moving away. So, yeah, it looks like the black pudding is currently occupied. If you guys want to slide off to the north. In Finn. Follow our footsteps. Could I throw a little bit of a curveball? I'm invisible. Could I try and take off after the guy that ran past us the way we came from? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see if I could chase him down from behind. Um, Yeah. So he runs 30 feet around. Um, Make me a... uh, Actually, it's going to be just a perception check on him. 
if you're if you're moving full speed to see if he hears stuff. He actually rolled really low. Let's say okay, I'm invisible. Here's what I'd like to do. He, I'm behind him. He can hear me running or whatever. Mm-hmm. I want to try and do an intimidation check and speak while I'm invisible and try and scare him. <laughs> and be like, where are you going? You, can, you okay. can't run from me, the great ooze. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, roll it up. He does speak common. Shit, it's Ivan the ooze. So, that is a... Six. I got a fucking that one. Oh! Uh, he just, like, keeps running. He doesn't, like, changes his, uh, timber or anything. He's just fucking out of there. Um, yeah, how far do you want to chase him? Because he's running all the way down that hall back towards the fire beetles. Can I not catch... Can I catch him if I dash? How far from it? He, he's dashing. He's using all his movement every turn. Um, if you want to catch him, we will do an opposed... Um athletics check and I will and we'll see if you will catch him in you know a couple rounds or not alright let's run faster than you oh man unless you roll absolute shit you're gonna catch him I got a 21 oh yeah so yeah yeah I'll say that you can catch him in like two rounds so I wanna catch him and grab him and I'm assuming (laughs) do I come uninvisible um, I don't know if grapple is an attack. Like, I know it is in some other games, but I don't know if grapple is an attack in 5e. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to attack him. I'm going to hit him in the back with my sword. Okay. Like the butt of it? You trying to do a non-lethal or are you trying to do a lethal? I don't think I can kill him with one attack, so I'm just going to swing the sword at him in his back. Okay. Which sword is this? Long sword of pallid light. Okay. I got a 16 to hit him. Okay, that'll definitely hit. Okay. I'm going to do 8 damage to him. Uh, that actually will kill him. Fuck! <laughs> so you just slash this guy down from behind. God damn it. Okay, can I investigate his body? Um, sure. See if I find anything of note about their base or anything. Yeah, so I mean, he's wearing basically tatters. He's got a little sling with a little bag full of rocks in it and uh he's got a well, couple of like daggers he's got like you a bow and dagger and uh all right nah. i'm gonna turn around and get, and go back to my uh crew and i've got like blood on the sword and they're like looking at me <laughs> and you're not invisible anymore and i'm not invisible anymore There's no Geneva, Geneva Convention in D&D. There's no Geneva Conventions in D&D. I'm just saying, while, yes, the player, Seth, is horrified of Black Puddings, the character, Shadow, would not fucking engage with a with what he just saw. <laughs> but without, with without, without reason. I mean, he's he's been, he's been alive long enough to know if some strange blob liquefies his enemies <laughs> that that's not something he wants to just square just, up on yeah you don't just go start uh start trading blows with it you know no i hate that we missed out on meeting 
my ex, uh, my ex, my former love affair in the stone giant, in the stone giant land. I didn't know you had such a thing. That's how, that's how Shadow knows the giant languages. Oh, I love it. He had a tryst with a, with a, a she-giant. Oh, we should have gone that way. Clearly, mm-hmm. instead of lurking around under the... We talked about it. Uh-uh, that's the first you've mentioned that. It's dead. We're in a pit of acid. Good job. I'm going to be honest. We're, y'all, we're coming to a spot that I didn't have fully fleshed out. Y'all uh, moved a little faster than I thought you did. Oh, wow. But it's fleshed out enough that we can play. Because we dodged the blood pudding? Oh, <laughs> uh, actually, I made it through the spot that you goat path through a lot faster than I thought y'all would. I really well, thought that area a would take a long time. Secret goat oh. scout. Secret, secret, secret goat, goat scout. scout. Secret goat scout through okay. the mountain. So y'all head north um, pa- uh, away from the black puddings for... Uh, another probably 20 minutes or so, uh, maybe closer to 30 minutes this time. And then up ahead, you come to a bit of an opening with mine tracks leading in multiple different directions. This seems to be kind of the hub location for the mine tracks. There's equipment here, uh, old abandoned mine carts and uh, barrels and boxes and things like that. And there's a track that runs uh, left and right, east to west. <clears throat> sort of thing and again I totally screwed up the the compass so I'm sorry but and then there's four paths that all go off to the north um so they're each of them go off kind of just straight north there's one there's an east one I guess we'll call it like a mid east a midwest and a west option but all of them just go straight north from where you guys are standing Go to the Midwest, get some ranch dressing, boys. <laughs> I always like to uh, go left. Go fast, turn left, baby. Yee. Yee. Right. Staying on the mine car because I feel I like think it's we all stick potentially safer. Map in here. There's like little offshoots going. Uh, short little spots going off to the left and right. I'm going to keep heading north. So you guys keep going. Uh, Following these tracks. North. There's the opening on your left as you're going forward that seems to go off into a bit of a, a cave. So I think you actually kind of passed it. Yeah. That's... I feel like you want us to go in no, there. No, you're fine. There's a... Uh... No, you, you we... don't have to. Go. Can we look in without going in? Um, yeah, go ahead and make me a perception check into there. 60 feet of dark vision. Uh, 15. Oh. Rolled over. 8. eight. <laughs> uh, 15 and you got 60 feet of dark vision? Yeah, so it looks like it goes in about uh, 20, 30 feet or so. And at the end, you see a what appears to be some dwarven equipment, like some mining equipment and stuff. 
And in the corner, it looks like there is a treasure chest sitting at the end of it. Oh, yep. Body knock. There's some treasure in this cave to the left. The, which, which is the left cave? Hold on. The way I'm headed. Um, so yeah, there's a there's a chest down at the end. Alright, I'm going to try and open it. So, as you reach down to open it... Oh, God. It is <laughs> not locked, per se, because the top flings the open... Oh, God. ...and shoots a tongue... That tries to <laughs> stick to you. It's a roll mimic. initiative. It's a fucking mimic. Let's roll this, some initiative, boys. This is why you stay on the fucking railroad tracks right here. This right yeah. here. Oh my gosh. Yet nine. All right, body. Hope you get a good one. I did not. I already rolled mine. It was a ten. Ooh. Ten nine six for us. Okay. Hold on. Let me, I haven't rolled his yet. I was spawning him in. Oh, well, he rolled a nat one, so his is oh, thank God. actually lower than all y'all. So one of those y'all's are their body first. So, body knock, you go first. You see this thing. Oh, but he does get a surprise round, so all y'all will take your turn and, you know, skip skip your first turn as he tries to uh, and it was me. Yeah. Uh, grab your uh, arm. He's going to try to smack you with his little tongue. That is going to be a 16 to hit. Uh, I hate to tell you this, Mr. DM. My AC is a 20 now with this shield and the, and the plate now. Shit. Oh, <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. So that is not it. All right. All right. So he uh, fails to connect with his pseudopod tongue attack. Uh, and it is Body Knock's turn. Short sword attack. Go. Okay. So you run up and short sword him. Uh, that is not going to hit. Well, fuck. Side my guy. Alright. Hold on. I'm reading his adhesive ability, and it says the mimic adheres to anything that touches it. A huge or smaller creature adhered to the mimic is also grappled by it. Escape DC 13. Ability checks made to escape this grapple have disadvantage. Have disadvantage? Holy shit. So Talik, I'm I'm gonna say since yeah. you reached down to grab him, you immediately stuck to him. They're just so his sticky. tongue is like holding my arm. Well, no, just the top of him. Everything about him is sticky. They're just ah, disgustingly okay. sticky. So when you went to open him up, and you already stuck to him, and then he tried to tongue attack you, okay. tried to tongue punch your fart box, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got to make a what save? A dex? A dex save. With disadvantage. With disadvantage, that's brutal. Uh, escape DC. I think you can. You can also. It's no. It's athletics or acrobatics. Check. Ah, excellent. Check. Okay, that's much better. All right, I'm gonna try and just strength, brute strength, pull away from this thing with an athletics check. Disadvantage. Oh, they were both pretty good. Nineteen with disadvantage. Okay, yeah, it's uh, DC 13, so you, you break away. Okay, and then is that my action? That is what I was just researching. I believe it is. 
I'd like to use my action surge to take an additional action. Okay. Yeah. And I'm yeah. going to Go take a it. swing at him with the long sword of pallid light. Okay. I got a 15 to hit. A 15 will hit. He doesn't have a real high AC. Okay. And I do eight damage. Sink into this boy a little bit, and I'll uh, I'll just stand in front of him in my turn. Okay, Shadow, what are you doing? You're right behind old Talik here. You kind of got this guy cornered. Oh, uh, I'm gonna get up close enough to get the surrounded buff. Okay. So roll not... with advantage. And then um, is he a creature? Or, I mean, a beast? Is he he a is beast? not. He is a monstrosity. Okay. Okay, so we're going to roll to hit with the longbow. Motherfucker. Nine. <laughs> oh, I didn't roll with advantage. So I roll twice, right? 18. Yes. Much better. There you go. Okay, and so he's been damaged. Oh, yeah. Here we go. So that'll be 18. And then um, I'm going to take my second attack. Okay. With advantage. Uh, 15 to hit. All right. Uh, um, that'll hit as well. Okay. So then 2d8 plus 4. And that's going to be 15 damage. Okay, what was the total damage between your all your attacks? Gosh, uh, 18 and 15. So 32, 33. Damn, all right. Jesus. Jeez. And that's the end of my turn. So it's, it's his turn, and he sees you as uh, quite the threat, and so he's going to try to whip out and get you with a pseudopod so he can devour you. Um, he's a little boy. That is wow. a 17. That is. Okay. So he is going to subject you to his adhesiveness and do um, just a little smidge of damage here. Good roll. Eight damage. A little more than a smidge. Okay. All right. And then it is Body Knox turn. Yeah, no, I was going to hit him with a sword again, but I don't want to sword. Like snatch me up do i have a disadvantage with my short bow right here um you do if you're right next to him does it get canceled out by having advantage with with surrounded that's interesting does it cancel it back to a regular roll i don't i don't know um i i mean that's how advantage and disadvantage works generally so yeah i'd say so 13 13 actually hits yep Six. Six damage. Okay. Yeah. It's I'm not that great when I'm not hit, guys. Oh, but you have someone within five feet of him, so you get. Oh shit! So do I? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You silly doof. So wait, is that actually that was that would have been advantage on the attack though? Do I get do I get the sneak attack damage? You get sneak attack if you have an ally within five feet of him. Period. Yeah, you're right. 
11, so 17. Okay. Um, that, uh, 17 more damage? No, 17 total. 17 total, okay. Oh, yeah. He, he is barely up. Talik. He's barely around, standing. He's barely aroused. <laughs> He's barely aroused. You're about you to see say. just the tiniest little boner on him. Oh! oh cut it I'm off! A- well, I'm gonna cut it off his little pseudopod. <laughs> Alright, let's see it. <laughs> I'm gonna cut his little pseudopod off with the 22 to hit. Oh, shit. Alright, that'll hit. I'm going to do nine damage as I slice off his pseudopod. All right. You finish him off. Finish his pseudopod. And get wrecked, chump. <laughs> that was horrible. Like, where's the fuck? And I'm just like, look around. I'm like, where's the fucking treasure? Where's the fucking treasure? <laughs> Sometimes there is no treasure. Oh my goodness, boys. Well, that was terrifying. Let that be a lesson in greed for us all. (laughs) Ah, you with your loner monkish ways. I thought you were just (laughs) going to say gold gold and treasure. Oh, ain't nothing wrong with it when you have something that you need. I just want to know where the gold is. Where's the gold? Let's get down here and figure out what is afflicting us. So we keep moving north down the mine cart path. Okay. So you'll keep going. There seems to be another opening on your right, uh, immediately followed by another opening on your left. Uh, Both of those seem to not go very deep in. Assuming the one on our right goes back to the other mine carts. Um, rails as, potentially yeah yeah one of them looks like it dead ends but then the next one you look like it looks like it does go through to somewhere you're not quite sure and then there's another spot on your left that appears to go a little bit deeper you can't quite see it actually makes a little turn and you're not sure where the one on your left heads off to we want to keep going straight or do we want to go down to the left boys I'm lost I'm following yeah. you. <laughs> All right. Make the decision. All right, let's poke our heads into some potential danger. <laughs> Which way does that mean? <laughs> left. All right. So you head left, and it goes another 30 feet or so of these, you know, nicely carved out mining portions. And then where the other ones had, you know, just an end, like they were strip mining down here. This one has a natural carve out of a cave. It's about five feet um, high and about four feet wide. It's kind of a small dig, but it uh, appears to go off to the west a little ways further. Where's Fenton? Uh, He's with you guys. I just, okay. (laughs) I don't think I even spawned him in onto this map. Okay. All right. What did Fenton do during the, uh, whatchamacallit? He hid. Yeah. He was behind us watching. Yeah, he was, he's like, you got this, guys! 
kill that yeah. freak. You don't worry, Mr. Friend. We won't put you in any unnecessary danger. So, what do you guys think? Y'all, you want to move on down that mine, or yeah, Is it, it goes down. Um, no, it doesn't really go down. It goes, it goes uh, west, and so you you follow it for you know maybe ten minutes. It's actually a bit of a squeeze for you, bigger guys. Fenton and Body Knockill are small enough that you can just walk normally, but the other guys have to duck uh, in several spots as it's only about five feet tall. And you move about. 15 minutes or so in and you can tell that it's kind of curving around to the south and you keep following that for a little ways and after about another 20 minutes and some serious twists and turns it's actually kind of hard to keep your your uh heading yeah why don't y'all make me a uh or Seth why don't you make me a cartography check with your cartography abilities uh, you other guys check. can make a survival check if you want. It'll just be a little bit higher DC. Uh, cartography check. Yeah, I think roll. It'd be like an intelligence check plus your proficiency bonus. So you, sh- you could just roll intelligence and add three if you wanted. Um, eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, so yeah, you've got a pretty you feel like you've got a pretty good handle on where you are. You feel like you've headed back south more than anything. And you find yourself coming up to a crossroads that would you can either continue headed south or you could head to the east or west. It's like a four way crossroads. We need to be headed west. I was I was waiting for feedback from the other guys, but are y'all just following yep. your yep. guide? Yeah. All right. So, Shadow kind of nods this way, and Fitton's kind of behind you, like, yeah, yeah, that, that seems right. We headed west. Um. So you head off that direction, and as you're, you go probably another, um, just like five minutes or so headed west and the hallways get a little bit more narrow and you actually start seeing some like simple car not carvings on the wall like uh, chalk paintings on the wall of dragons there's mm. these just they're, they're not you know elaborate or anything think almost like cave paintings that you would mm-hmm. see um, from like Neanderthal times or whatever of you know simple dragons on wings dragons like raising uh, towns like little stick figures and like breath cone coming out uh, on top of all of them and stuff I'm gonna say to the other guys I'm gonna say you guys ever heard kobolds that speak draconic before I've ran into a few in the in the mountains that chittered in a hissing tongue. Not me. Would I know, Sam, if kobolds generally speak draconic? Um, with y'all's checks earlier, yeah, I think uh, Shadow knew knew that they did. Um, and Finn would be like, "Yeah, yeah, they uh, they they definitely 
that seems to be one of their tongues that depends on the group um, different ones speak different dialects but uh yeah they these guys I believe that's that's what they speak most of the time I think they can speak common too but yeah, it's kind of hard to parlay with them I'm, I'm banking on them being able to speak it it looks like we're we're approaching the uh, cobalt camp what do y'all think I mean that's what I'm feeling we're either approaching a way out of these mines or we're about to find what is stopping us from continuing. I'm going to burn another spell slot. And cast Primeval Awareness. Okay. And look for any aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fays, fiends, or undead present within one mile. Okay. So you cast that and you're kind of holding your mouth just right looking for the taste of iron the taste of blood the taste of sulfur as you kind of think through all the different creatures and their uh, elements and you're not picking up anything this time and you're trying to go back to that sickly sweet rotting taste of the aberrations and you you can't pick up on that one either and uh, it, it seems like you must have moved farther from that aberration that you sensed before. Okay. I think a blood pudding might be an aberration. But I don't know. Okay. Alright, let's continue. Alright, so y'all keep walking on and after just a couple more minutes you uh, start hearing down the uh, the hallway a ways a not a commotion but a just a gentle sound of activity uh, scuffling around uh, occasional yips and yammers of different sorts uh, why don't y'all all make me a perception check 12 15 Okay, so as you guys are are moving down the hallway, y'all are kind of listening to these sounds. Body knock and Talik, y'all are really straining to kind of listen. Talik's like, is that, do I hear Draconic? Is, is that Kobold speaking up ahead? And Shadow's looking around and being a little bit more mindful, uh, especially because of his previous incident with the tripwire, and notices a glisten of a wire running across the ground right in front of you guys. Oh, shit. Um, you you look up and don't see a, a head lopper of any kind. And you look around a little bit more and you see that there's these... The tripwire runs up to little, like troughs of made out of like bone and twine and stuff that are full of rocks Mm. Uh, some of them large some of them a little bit smaller but you know probably I don't know hundreds of pounds of rocks hanging off of these things and they're kind of straining under the weight uh, on either side of the cave so shadow 
lifts his hand up in the stereotypical fist motion for an all stop and he he points down to the wire and then points up to the rocks and then he gently steps over the wire and continues forward. Yep, I'm going to follow him do the same. Alright, so y'all make it through Fenton kind of with his stubby little legs, you know, one thing that you notice about these Kretoks, they have like big bulky upper arms and their legs are not particularly uh, sturdy things, so he kind of has to hustle to keep up with you guys. He steps over this thing and uh, you guys walk just a you know another hundred yards or so and you hear a bit of a commotion up ahead and you actually hear a sound that sounds like what you can only imagine kobold children playing would sound like you hear like (laughs) kind of like weird hissy um guttural child noises coming from up ahead in the cave i'm gonna look at the other guys and be like all right so what's our plan here i mean are we just gonna waltz into this town and try and be diplomatic or are we what are we going guns a blazing are we sneaking what do y'all think i think that even with superior numbers we have an effective way of retreat with using that tripwire back there to our advantage to cover our tracks. I think we step up and try to have a conversation. Yeah, I agree. Let's see if we can keep it in the common tongue, if at all possible. Fenton says, yeah, absolutely. I'll, uh, I'll do the talking. I'll do my best as representative of the Kretox. Kind of steps forward and puffs up his chest a little bit. <laughs> alright Finn we're right here and I'll, I'll just paint what happens as y'all step out into the opening and you see a sea of roughly thrown up tents in a very large cavern and a couple of kobold uh, men with spears turn as you just walk into the cavern and they're like <laughs> and we'll uh we'll leave it right there as they have their spears pointed at you to be continued on the next episode of dungeons and dragons and dummies find out what happens to our party next week